Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. Uh, this morning, for all you New Yorkers, you know that we had a nice little uh, snowy blizzard situation. So I was shoveling the snow and I was thinking to myself, you know, what lesson can I take away from this? What lesson can I take away from shoveling the snow? I'm shoveling the snow, I'm removing the, the white snow in order to get to the ground. It's, this is like our lives 101. We have to constantly remove the negative layers from our soul. And that's how we're going to get close to our neshama. You know, that's, that's literally what life is all about. It's about removing the layers and getting to the source. The source is the soul. How do you remove the layers? You take out everything from your life that's not Jewish. I think I said this um, a little bit ago. But they once asked a famous painter, Michelangelo, or sculptor rather. How did you make this elephant look so perfect and he told he told them i took a rock and i took everything that was an elephant out and so too by our lives we have to take our lives and say i gotta take out everything from my life that's not jewish and that's when i'm gonna ultimately cleanse myself so the topic of today's podcast is going to be practically how a person should believe in himself i think we don't talk about this topic enough especially being since i'm an individual with a very high self-esteem but I want to share with you guys little tips and tricks and a little, maybe some stories rather from my own personal life that just gave me a lot of confidence and a lot of you know, self-esteem and just um, a very big resilience muscle. Uh, people always talk about you know, having a munan Hashem, but no one ever practically talks about having a munan yourself. It's great to have a munan Hashem, but how can you... How can you amount to putting in Hishtadlut if you don't have a Munan yourself? A person has to believe in themselves and believe in their ability and believe that they're unique and that they're capable for greatness. And you know, a person has to also then put in the work. You know, it's one thing to believe in yourself and to build uh, dreams and, and, and illusions in your head. But then it's a whole nother thing to actually go now and, and say, hey, I got to put in the work. It's time to put in the work. All of my videos that you see on my page, all of them, like not all of them, but I'm saying the ones with when I went to do interviews with rabbis and people, they were not easy to attain. You know, the Yetzirah was like, hey, you want to make this video to inspire people? I'm going to make it extra hard for you. All the videos, it took like a crazy sneak trick or some maneuver to eventually get that video. And I'm not saying this, you know, to show off Chaz Shalom or to make it like a... I'm somebody or that I got it. No, I'm, I'm saying it to show you that everything that you want to do in life is going to require hard work. Nothing is going to come to you easily. You know, like, I think the hardest video I made was the one with Isha Rebo. That was a very hard video to get. Like, it was right after the concert. And then I, like, I went to this concert and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I can just go home now. I have to get a video out of this. So we go to the back after the concert's over and... Thank God somebody recognized us, let us in, and even the security guard kind of chased us down. And then finally when we got to him, we made the video, and it was just like, wow. Like, it was it was like a crazy thing, but it just felt like it was so meant to be. And even majority of the rabbis, I go to the, I hear about like, oh my God, this rabbi's coming to town, that rabbi's coming to town. So I already think to myself, that's a video. So I, I, I go to the class, you know, even if it's after a long day, I don't care. I wait till the end, wait till everybody gets their bracha. And then finally, I might get a video. But there were many, many times where I didn't get a video. There was one time where I went to a certain rabbi six times and I got rejected. There was another time where I waited after a rabbi to finish his whole, like after everybody comes up to you afterwards and they, they ask you for blessings and everything. 
And even after that, he told me I'm too tired, I'm sorry, and I got rejected. So there's many, many things that go on behind the scenes that people don't know about. You know, you get a nice video that's beautifully designed and everything, and I put time into it. But behind that video is a lot of work. And again, I'm not saying that in any way, shape, or form to get more credit for what I do or, not, or, anyth or anything. I know that social media is a very competitive industry, so is every other industry. Baruch um, Hashem. But the idea is that a person needs to believe in themselves or else you'll get rejected one time and you'll give up. Like I'll literally, I'll upload a video and it'll get one view and I, and I won't care because maybe that one view is someone that needed to, to hear it. Like now I'm working on building up my YouTube channel and I get like, I don't know, 50 to 100 views per video, sometimes less, sometimes a little bit more, but I'm not giving up. Like it takes two, three hours to make a 10 minute video, to edit it and to wait for it to process. But this is the journey. You can't, you can't give up when things get tough. The, the opposite, you have to love the journey. And I hope you guys can take what I'm saying and emulate it into your own lives. You know, you're starting a business. You only have one client in the beginning, two clients, three clients, four. Okay, you're not going to become rich overnight. The Torah says, Those who plant seeds with their blood, sweat, and tears, eventually they're going to they're gonna be able to eat a ripe bright apple or orange from that that comes that's gonna come out of that tree but it takes seven years for, for 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 you to start seeing rewards it takes seven years of daily plowing and watering and taking care of the ground and etc it takes time for things to happen things don't happen overnight you know and a person needs to first of all you have to believe in yourself to know that you can do it and what does that mean practically it means to look at yourself and, and your, your talents and abilities and to understand you have strengths, you have weaknesses, but nothing should get in your way between you and success. You have to go at, you have to look at the target and go at it and attack it. You can't give up when things get hard. Giving up is not even an option. This is like, think about it. If you give up on what you want to do, you're giving up on your whole purpose in life because that's the reality of the situation. We all have a purpose and we all have to work towards to get to a certain target, right? Not everyone's meant to be a big rabbi. Not everyone's meant to be, you know, a big Torah scholar. Obviously, we should all strive to be. But sometimes the soul was sent down to this world just to work on one bad thing. Maybe let's say to work on, a, on an anger issue or to work on not being stingy. Sometimes we're sent to this world just to work on one bad character trait, right? But when a person gives up on himself, first of all, the world gives up on you. Everyone can detect when you gave up on yourself. People see you not smiling. People see you not happy. People see you without that ambitious energy. The world feels it when you gave up. You know, everyone just feels it. Everyone detects it and everyone knows this guy just gave up. It's, it's known. And that's when the world gives up on you. But more than that, when you give up on yourself, you're giving up on your purpose in life. Your purpose in life is lost when, at the moment that you give up on yourself. Giving up, my friends, is not an option. I don't care how tall you are, how you look. If you, you want to say you have no talents, there's something good about everybody. Everybody has a good point in themselves that they can use to magnify and to bring out the good in them and to use this, whether it be to make money or to be a good husband or to use it in their Torah learning. We all have good points in ourselves and we have to believe in them and we have to believe that we're worth it. If we don't believe that we're worth it, we're not gonna show up. 
We have to believe that we're worth it even if we're not where, we're, where we want to be yet. We all want to succeed. We all want to become a somebody. We have to put in the work every single day in order to get to that goal. Now, what is the work you have to put in? We all know if we all sit down with ourselves and listen to ourselves, we all know the work. We all know what we want to do and what we have to do. Now, the question is, does it align with the Torah? If it doesn't align with the Torah, how do I make it align with the Torah? Some people are willing to give up their whole lives to do something that's not kosher. But that's not good. You have to ask yourself, okay, I'm going to try now. I, I didn't believe in myself all my life, but I'm going to give it a shot now. Is what I'm doing good? Is it going to bring good for the world? You have to ask yourself that question. It's a very important question to ask yourself. You can't just do an illegal business and say, oh, I'm going to give 10% master, so it's going to work itself out. I'll give 10% to charity. No. Okay? So to recap, we need to believe in ourselves because that is the only option. No one is going to come to you and, and tell you, hey, believe in yourself today. The opposite. What I've noticed in my personal life, and it's funny because you sometimes see this kind of thing online, but when you try to do something new and when you have like a boatload of confidence and you're attacking the target, you know what the world tries to do? You know what the world tries to do? The world tries to bring you down with it. People say, yo, he's, he's escaping our, our limited mindsets and constricted thinking and our matrix of a world. Let's, let's try to suck him back into the negativity. That's literally what happened to me. I had so many people try to bring me down. So many people try to attack me. I used to get phone calls and hate mail and hate messages nonstop, 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 nonstop. But you know what? I, but you know what I did? Baruch Hashem, I Hashem made me super stubborn, and I just need to learn in my life how to apply the stubbornness where it needs to be applied to. I learned how to be stubborn in what I wanted and to say, this is what I want. I believe in this. I don't care what nobody else has to say. As long as I have a rabbi's approval, my parents are proud of me. I don't care. I'm attacking the target and nothing is in the game my way. Nothing is going to stop me. I look at all, I look at all the, the negativity and, and the hatred as, as just an opposite opposition. Honestly, I look at it as opposition. This is the opposition trying to hold me down. This is the opposition trying to stop me. And I am not, I'm, I'm not in any way, shape, or form going to give up. And it's not just with the content creation, honestly. It's, it's even with the war that I, I have with myself. Keeping Shema Tabrit and going to Minyanim and learning Torah every day and constantly trying to work on myself <coughs> and to be a good person. <coughs> and to have a Munan Bitachon, to trust the process, to have faith. This is everything, these are things that you have to work on yourselves daily. The Yetzirah is going to come to you every single day with a new plan, with a new tactic, with a new method of how to try to take you down. And I promise you, if, you're, if you pay attention to it, every single day the thoughts aren't the same. Our thoughts change every single day and, and, and the, the reason why we want to give up every single day is different. The reason why we want to throw in the towel is always going to be different. There's always going to be a new reason that the Satan is going to bring to you to try to make you quit, to try and make you give up on yourself. Every single day. A new idea, a new tactic, and I'll tell you something, it's mamash fascinating. It's fascinating how this works. But if I can tell you one thing, and one thing only, is that try in something that you really want to do, and believe in it, and go for it, and attack it day in, day out, set a time to do it, and do it. Whether you want to start working out, or you want to start that new business, or you want to start going into dating again, you have to go for this objective and attack it, right? Sometimes people put up walls and we're scared because we don't want to get hurt again or because we tried and we failed or whatever the reason. 
But I'm telling you, the be- sometimes the best thing that you can do is just to go into something without thinking. Without thinking. Because our overthinking makes makes problems for us. Our overthinking makes us say, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't because of this and because of that. That's not that's not good. Do action and let the and let the results speak for themselves. Because when you're gonna be an old man one day or an old woman and you're gonna look back at your life, you're gonna say, you know what? I have no regrets because you know what? I failed. I never made money, right? I went to the gym every single day and I never lost weight, which is not which is not possible. But let's say you try in something and let's say God forbid you fail. Which by the way, the chances of failing are so so like I, I don't think it's possible for a person to fail if he really tries. God is merciful and God is giving and God is abundant. You know, if you, if, you, if you really put your effort into something, chances are you're gonna find success. But let's say, let's say, let's say, God forbid, you fail, right? You failed. You come after a long life and you know, you weren't successful in your endeavors. Now what? Are you gonna feel bad about it? No, I don't think it's possible for a person to feel bad about something that they gave their all for. If you gave your all to something and you failed and it was something good, why would you feel bad about it afterwards? Why? How? How is it possible? You tried. You tried. You tried. The person that has regrets is the person that never tries. The person that has regrets is the person... I sometimes talk to my grandparents and they're in their 70s and they're in their 80s and they have such like renewed mindsets. You know, they're, so, they're all about, oh my God, what can we do? How can we innovate? How can we create something new? How can we make... How can we? How can we just create and 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 continue and manufacture? Like these are people that are at an old age already, but they're still thinking. How can we renew? How can we do this new idea and this one and that one and this? Like and they're already in their seventies and eighties. You know, the reality is, if a person grabs a, a grip of his, of his time management and knows and doesn't waste time on entertainment. I once heard that nowadays in 2023, it's 90% entertainment, 10% work. Even at work, we're, we're, we're entertaining ourselves, right? How, how often do we stay focused on a certain task? It's, it's, it's crazy. Like you can be, let's say, trying to build up an Instagram for your page, but you'll literally just get lost swiping for 10, 15 minutes. And then you'll come back to the task. And then, oh, but I'm getting paid by the hour. Oh, oh, oh. What? If, if someone's paying you to work from nine to five, you have to be working from nine to five. Every second, every minute that you're not working, you're stealing from them. Flat out stealing from them. And this is such a lesson to all of us because we, since we spend so much time on entertainment as opposed to work, we sometimes just get, we lose track of, of our lives and we just get lost in, in the day to day, the day to day of things. And this is, this is the matrix mind. This is the mind that becomes limited and comfortable and just miserable with itself and depressed because it's not it's not living up to its potential. If you have a Lamborghini that has, I don't know what they have nowadays, 650, 700 horsepower, and this Lamborghini can zoom from zero to 60 in like two seconds, tach, boom, and you're not using it to its potential, isn't that engine gonna be upset? Let's say you take that Lamborghini and you bring it to a Brooklyn block where you have speed cameras everywhere and you're only driving at 25 miles per hour when the potential of the Lamborghini is to go is to zoom 100, 150, 200 miles per hour and to cruise and, and to feel alive. Isn't that engine going to be miserable? It's the same thing with our lives. 
It's the same exact thing with our lives. The Nefesh HaChaim says in the third chapter that Hashem created our... Hashem, Hashem gave us a supercharged neshama. V'tzalem Elohim that was created in the image of God. We have a supercharged neshama that's destined for greatness. Just like that engine in that Lamborghini. Inside of us, you have a neshama. You have a soul. Just think about it for a second. You have a soul inside of you that's supercharged. Super, super, like super saiyan 4. Like supercharged to the max. And this neshama can do so many monogamous things in its lifetime and can do so much good for the world. And what do we do with it? We, we, we kiss it to the side and we, we limit its potential. That's why you feel depressed. That's why you feel depressed because you're not using your capabilities to their fullest potential. Instead, you're choosing to stay limited and to live in your small mindset that you created for yourself, a comfortable little prison. And, and to just sit there on, on, on a couch and, and smoke weed and watch porn and, and hook up with girls. Fantastic. So that's why you feel depressed because you're not achieving your potential. And where does this all start? Like we said in the beginning, with not having a Muna on yourself. When you don't have a Muna on yourself, when you don't believe in yourself, you make it impossible for yourself to amount to any sort of potential because you're, you don't believe it can happen. You don't believe it can happen. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, some stranger that you never met before and that you're listening to right now, that I believe in you, right? I believe in you. If there's one thing that I want to inspire you out of this podcast is I want to inspire action. I want to inspire you to get up today and to do something that you never did before. I want to inspire you to, to, to garner the courage, right? To, to pick up a little bit of courage and to take it with you and to say, today, I'm going to do something that I never did before. I'm going to recognize my potential of my neshama and I'm going to use it in, I'm going to use it the right way. If you look around the world, everything that was created, everything that's being controlled is all the Jews. It's all the Jews. The majority of these Jews are not even religious. They're, they're using their capabilities, but they're not, they're not religious people that, 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 keep, that keep the Torah, right? But it shows you that we have a blessing from Hashem that we just were destined for success one way or another. Now, the reason why the world is so corrupt is because we were given responsibility to be a light to all the nations. And we're not being a light to all the nations. Instead of, instead of being a light to all the nations, we're, being, we're, we're becoming like the rest of the nations. And that just defeats the whole purpose of creation. The purpose of creation is that we're supposed to spread light. We're supposed to follow the Torah the way it's meant to be followed. And to, to learn it and to abide by it. And for the whole world to say, wow. There's a nation that's not even 1% of the world's population. And they're honestly, they're just killing it. They're, they're crushing the game. And these are the Jewish people. Their women dress modestly. Their men don't check us out. And their men are respectful. Like imagine every man on the world, every Jewish man kept Shemrat Anayim. Imagine for a second what the world would look like. Imagine all the Jewish women dress modestly. As beautiful as they may come, they all decide to dress modestly. And we just set ourselves to a standard and we set ourselves to a high place imagine you go to a shul and everyone gets to be chazan no ego no ego at all nothing you know you, you go to you go to shul everyone's happy no one's jealous of each other everyone's helping each other in business everyone's together and united and and literally following the torah the way it's meant to be followed there would be celebrations in the street every single night imagine you come to a shiur and it's packed what do I mean by packed? Every single Jewish soul is there. 
Nobody's in the streets. Nobody's clubbing. Nobody's going out with non-Jewish girls. Everybody is together. Everybody is united. And that's what we're meant to be. It's the, it's the goyim that divide us. We, we, we become like them and we want to be and, and do the things that they do. That's, um, imagine a world where everybody followed the Torah the way it's meant to be followed. Even the goyim. You wouldn't need police. There would be no violence. Why do we have police in the world? Because people lose it and become violent and we need a sense of... We, we, need, we need somebody to, to be in a position of power to control the crazy people among society. But if everybody was following the Torah, you wouldn't need police. It would be a, perfect, it would be a perfectly ran world. Imagine the government that wasn't corrupt. Imagine you had no... Um, what's it called? The voting wasn't corrupt. The, the, the polls weren't corrupt. Everything was the way it was supposed to be according to the rule of Hashem. This would be a perfect world. Now, obviously, this is a dream and it breaks my heart that the world is not like this. It breaks my heart that 70 to 80% of our nation is in intermarriage and is not even with a Jewish spouse to begin with. And you hear about this every day. All these things, they break my heart. Honestly, they break my heart. Because I, I know that it's not, it's not supposed to be like that. And the truth is, this is, a, this is part of the reason why I started making these videos. Because I know how corrupt the world is. I know how bad it is. But I also know how beautiful the world could be if everyone decided to follow the rules of the Torah. That's it. If everyone decided to follow the instruction manual that the creator of the world instilled into the world, it would be a much more, it would be a much more pleasant place to live in. It would be a beautiful place to live in. And... I don't know if I'll ever amount to this dream that I have to change the world, but I'm going to tell you one thing, that me as one person, I'm going to do my best to make that difference. Straight up. The Lubavitcher Rebbe one time said something right before I started making videos that really inspired me and I decided, like, yo, I got I to gotta do something about this. I once heard the Lubavitcher Rebbe say that there's going to be an invention in the near future, this was before, you know, social media, mainstream um, broadcasting, all that stuff. He said there's going to be like a, a broadcast innovation, something new that's going to give one person the ability with his mouth to change the world. And I honestly felt like he was talking to me because I always knew that I had some sort of gift with speaking, right? I always knew I, I could do something with my speaking ability, but... When he said that, I was like, yo, that could be me. All I got to do is start making content. And, and that's honestly like a little shortly after that, I just, I, d I developed like a plan a little bit and, and I went for it. But think about that. One person can change the world with his, with his ability, with, with his speaking ability. There's one person who's in prison now, I'm not going to mention his name, but we all know who it is. This one person drove the world crazy with his, with his speech. Now imagine he was an orth now imagine it was me, let's say. Right? Instead of top G, top J. Imagine an, an Orthodox Jew from Brooklyn went super viral and he started to change the world with all of his opinions. I, I, I would literally preach about Hashem's Torah instead of talking about whatever he talks about and promoting whatever he's promoting. I'm not saying some of the things don't make sense, but just the whole general idea, it doesn't align with, with what Hashem wants. It, it, it's it's a lot it's a lot of like 
old idealistic thinking with uh, men in charge and having tons of wives. Okay, that's great. It's feeding your own ego. I'm not interested in a world like that. I'm interested in a world where men put themselves down for women and when women recognize the true value of their men and spiritually motivate them and etc. I'm interested in a, in a world with, with, with monogamy, right? With, with one God and staying married to one person. And I imagine that was, I was given the platform to just preach all these ideas nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. That could change the world. And it could still happen, right? Hashem is in control of the algorithm. Maybe one day it will happen. Who knows? But the speech of one person can change the whole, can change the thinking of the whole world because it could be so powerful that it could reach everybody and everybody could take a piece. Words are like bullets. Our sages always teach us. You, you, can, you can literally ruin a person's life and kill them. Literally kill their confidence, kill their self-esteem, kill their self-worth, their value. Or you can bring them up with these same bullets. Because you can use that bullet to pierce his heart. And to be that one nice thing that that person heard. Or will ever hear. Now, I know we got a little bit of a rant. But the central idea of this podcast is believe in yourself because chances are not many people are going to do it for you it's quite frankly impossible and you can't really continue to rely and be dependent on the world to do something for you you have to go and and create a vessel and when you create a vessel and you go for it Hashem will help you succeed there's no chance that he won't Hashem doesn't want you to fail he's your father he just wants to see that you're able to handle his blessing. So believe in yourself and know that Hashem is in control of the world and you just have to do your part. You just have to do your part. Like I said, sometimes doing your part could just mean fixing that one small thing that could open up everything else for you in your life. And it could bring on to you massive shefa, massive blessing. And Be'ezrat Hashem, you should get all the blessings. You should get that zivug, and you should get the parnasah, and you should get peace of mind, and you should fix all your bad character traits, and you should become the best version of yourself possible. Be'ezrat Hashem Abelidai. But it all starts with that thought, with that one beginning, foundational, fundamental thought of today, I'm going to believe in myself. And Be'ezrat Hashem, you will succeed. I, I honestly don't think it's, it's possible for you to fail if you believe in yourself. I thank God I've been getting tons of DMs recently and people asking me questions and I, I sometimes can even tell from the question that the person doesn't believe in themselves. You know how someone asks you a question but you can tell that, that that question already comes from a place of a lack. Like let's say, oh, am I, am I going to succeed in business? That, like that question comes from fear. Uh, I don't know, can I do this? Like I don't believe in yourself. Like a lot of these questions, they, they come from a lack. And I, and I think to myself, you know, Hashem's precious children, what would the world look like if all of you guys just believed in yourself? What would the world look like if you just let go of, of all your trauma and just said, today I'm just going to do something. I'm just going to make it happen today. The world will look like a lot more beautiful of a place. And no, not my world, your world. And if we all internalize this message, then yes, all of our worlds, 100%. The world will be a lot more of a beautiful place if we all decided to change our mindsets and to believe in ourselves. And Bejat Hashem, that's the goal. That's the goal. We should get there. We should get there sooner rather than later. Bejat Hashem, you should all have massive success in your life. And I, I wish nothing but the best for everybody listening. 
thank you for being a part of this journey and we should really really inspire the whole world as a mass total have a great day